Welcome to Mother and Daughters Unite, and I'm your host, Yessie Torres. Today's blog, it's emphasizing the effects after being sick with COVID. What are the after effects? What are the lasting effects of COVID? You know, can people who recover from COVID still remain sick for a long time, or are there effects that linger after the infection? This is a major concern nowadays, but it's true. We don't know yet how big the problem is with COVID because it has been around for a year and there hasn't been enough time to know the long-term effects. There's an article by the editor-in-chief of Harbor Health, Anthony L. Komarov. It was published January of this year and it gives us an insight of what's going on. I'm going to read that article to you briefly and give you an insight of where this person who is highly knowledgeable what's going on tells us. It says, when we first started getting sick with COVID, I'm reading the article to you. When people first started getting sick with COVID, doctors thought it affected primarily the lungs. Well, quickly we learned that it also could affect the heart, kidneys, brain, and other organs. This really surprised us. It is too soon to know whether the damage is permanent and whether it will affect their level of function. There are also people who survived COVID and have no evidence of injury to the heart, kidneys, or brain, but who nevertheless have not returned to full health. They still have fatigue, body aches, shortness of breath, difficulty concentrating, inability to exercise, headaches, and trouble sleeping. Some studies find that more than 50% of people who recover from COVID remain hobbled by the symptoms for three months later. They can return to work. They can fulfill the responsibilities at home. They are being called long holders. Such lingering symptoms have been reported following recovery from a number of other infectious illnesses, including monocleosis, Lyme disease, and SARS. And I think I said mono, mononucleosis, which is Lyme disease. Sorry, I'm not a scientist, but sometimes reading those words can be very fancy. Um, anyways, such lingering symptoms have been reported following recovery from other diseases such as mononucleosis, Lyme disease, and SARS. So it's not surprising that this illness, which is similar to the illness called myalgic, another word that's really fancy, and you can read it on my blog, and I will try to say it the right way, encephalomyelitis, chronic fatigue syndrome, develops from COVID. In other words, while fever, sorry, in other words, 
While fewer people who get COVID are dying, not all of them are recovering. We don't know how many people will remain humble long-term, but it is plausible that tens of thousands in the United States may never be the same again. I'm continuing to read the article. So that's not me telling you. I'm reading an article by someone from Harbor Health. So I'm going to continue reading the article, if you may allow me. The first reported cases of COVID in the United States and South Korea occurred on the same day. South Korea implemented containment strategies that were developed by the U.S. CDC. The United States did not. Since then, as of the time, the United States had had 50 more deaths per capita from COVID than South Korea. We could therefore have 